In a world of misinformation, disinformation, and semi-permanent Google records, controlling your personal brand narrative has never been so important. Welcome to the Personal Branding Podcast with me, Olive Gashara, and today we are talking about the oh-so-fun topic of brand visibility. Personal branding is about discovering that thing that makes you special, packaging it, and then communicating it to the world through multiple channels. And that is why we have spent so much time in the previous episodes unpacking you and who you are. We've talked about your strengths, the things that make you distinctive. We've talked about your purpose. We've talked about your vision, mission, and goals. We've talked about so many different aspects that pertain to you as an individual, down to your image and how you present yourself, as well as your body language and how you present yourself to the world as you're communicating with them. The reason you've done this is so that by the time you're getting to the point where now you're ready to package it, and present it to the world, it is a strong, authentic, and credible brand that can stand the test of time. Through this episode, we shall go through the different tools that you can use to ensure that your personal brand is indeed visible to the right people. It is said, after all, that doing business without advertising is like winking at a girl in the dark. You know what you're doing, but nobody else does. So I think the best place to start is to start with a recap and I hope you have a little notebook or you have your phone with you and you can be able to take down a few notes. Let's start with who are you? Who am I? Who are you as an individual? What do you stand for? What is your purpose in life? What is your vision? What is your long-term goal? What is What are your short-term goals? Remember, personal branding is like a three-legged stool, right? We talked about approaching your life from all three sides, which is your professional life, your personal life, and your spiritual life, which is very important. So even as you're recapping or figuring out how to package yourself, it still has to be authentic and all-rounded. We do not intend to let you package your career self and then your personal self and then your spiritual self if you need to. We want you to package a brand that is authentic and all-round, such that if somebody comes and slides into your Instagram or you're living your best life, they still see a credible person who is reliable and who sort of looks like a civilized person in society. Not that on LinkedIn you're looking super serious and then on um, IG you're looking like you're living your most fabulous life and then on Twitter you're talking nonsense all the time. Or do we call it X? But more on that in a little bit. Once you've figured out who you are, what is your competitive advantage and what is your value proposition? Your value proposition and your competitive advantage are those things that make you stand out head and shoulders above the crowd. We talked about discovering your strengths and not only discovering your strengths, but developing your strengths and your talents so that you can be able to have a very distinctive brand. So your competitive advantage and your value proposition are all about brand distinctiveness, right? And in this case, we're not just talking about competitive advantage where you think about yourself as an entrepreneur or as a business person. Even you, as you sit in that HR office, even you, as you sit in that marketing office, even you, as you sit in that government firm doing whatever it is that you do, you still have people that you compete with, people that you compete against, people that you're chasing or running along with to get that promotion. So what will make people choose you over the next person? What will make people choose you to be part of a project and not James? What will make people choose you to spearhead or to lead a team and not Mary, right? What's that thing that makes you stand out? Hopefully, 
you've listened to the previous episodes and you've found out what your strengths are and what makes you distinctive. If you haven't, please circle back, listen to that, and then come back and join us on how you can make that thing that makes you stand out. That thing that really is your value proposition to become more visible. More often than not, when you talk about brand visibility, people tend to push back and say, but I'm not a celebrity. I'm not that person on IG who has, you know, half a million followers. I'm, I'm really not into trying to be visible that way. That's not what we mean when you talk about brand visibility. Brand visibility is about communicating your personal brand to the right people through multiple channels. So you need to be seen by different people based on what it is that you do and what your career ambitions are. If you're a social media content creator, then yes, you need to be seen by as many people as possible in the social media space. If you're in the corporate world and you work in a HR office or in a marketing office or in corporate communications or in sales, then you need to be seen by very specific people within your spheres of influence. And what personal branding or brand visibility is all about is about ensuring that you are visible within those spheres of influence. So before we even start talking about your personal brand visibility plan, take a minute to write down what your five spheres of influence are so that you know these are the people that I need to be visible to. If, for example, you own a retail store, right? You could sell fashion, you could sell electronics. If your retail store is on ground, is a brick and mortar store in the CBD, for example, the type of brand visibility that you need will be slightly different from that person who has an online store. People like doing business with people that they know. People like buying things from people that they know. So it's important to, yes, put your business front and center, but also step up and out from behind your business so people can see who you are and appreciate you for what products you give to them, right? So retail store on ground in the CBD, you want to be visible in terms of physical presence within your, loca within your location as much as possible so that you have times and moments where you can interact with your customers, you can interact with your staff. So, for example, if you're called Jemo and you own a, an electronics store, right? And you're always there interacting with customers, engaging them with them once in a while, creating content for your personal page as well as for your company's page. There's a connection and a bond that you create that is slightly different from that guy who just owns a shop that's called Gadgets and Gadgets. And nobody really knows who Gadgets and Gadgets is owned by. Does that make sense? So it's important to step up and out from behind your company's brand so people can see the person behind the brand. People like buying products from people that they like. Always remember that. A question that I always get is how do I differentiate my personal brand from my business brand, right? The easiest way to do that is that your business brand is always business. Always, all business all the time. All your business brand focuses on is the products and services that you're selling. But you as an individual, you're an all-rounded individual. So it's important to showcase you in business mode as well as you hanging out with your friends, you doing some interesting things within your community, within your hood, going for some events. So things that you do that's away from your business, even if it's still somewhat tied to the work that you do. Does that make sense? So never be afraid that your personal brand is going to shine brighter than your company's brand. That's been a fear that I've personally had many a time. But the more your personal brand go grows, the more your corporate or your business's brand will grow as well. And you will find that the people that climb up the career ladder the fastest tend to be the most visible.
So now that we have the five audiences or target groups that we need to be visible to, it's important to be very intentional about our personal brand visibility plan. Just the way you have a marketing plan for your business or your organization, even you too should have your own personal brand marketing plan. I call it a personal brand visibility plan. What does a personal brand visibility plan look like? It's an outline of the channels that you shall use to ensure that your brand is more visible to the people that need to see you. Again, we don't all need to be seen by the whole world. We need to be seen by very specific people, right? Now, to be visible to these very specific people that you have identified, there are different channels and avenues that you can use to make sure that you actually reach them. It could be various social media channels, it could be on-ground events, it could be charity events, it could be groups and associations, it could be emailer lists, it could be WhatsApp blasts, I get so many WhatsApp blasts nowadays. Whatever channels you think work, write all of those channels that you think work for you down and say, okay, first social media, which we shall get into in a bit. If it's social media, what platforms on social media do you need to be on and why? If it's events, does this mean that you're organizing your own events or that you're going for these events? If you're organizing your own events, what type of events are you organizing? If you're going for events, what type of events are you going for? If it's associations that you need to join, and when I talk about associations, I mean joining associations like the PR Society of Kenya, the HR Society of Kenya, Media Owners Association of Kenya, AMWIC, which is African Women Media in Kenya, if you're in media. So what associations are there within your profession that you can join? Um, there's lots of associations for entrepreneurs and for business people. Your Chama group or your SACO can also be an, a networking opportunity. If it's a Chama group, which Chama do you join? If there's none to join, do you start your own? If you're starting your own, who are you bringing on board as well that can help you become more visible? So there's so many things that you need to think about. So take some time and really unpack it. Unpack all the different avenues that you think you can use to become as visible as possible to the right people. And I'll keep saying to the right people because I cannot overemphasize this, right? Now, let's start with social media. Social media, of course, is the big elephant in every room. Everybody wants to be on social media. Everybody thinks they know what they're doing, but at the same time, nobody thinks they know what they're doing. And they're all just winging it. Literally, everybody is pseudo-winging it or RP. Maybe some of us actually know what we are doing. Now let's help you figure out what you're doing. Depending on your profession and the type of brand visibility you require, it will determine what platform you need to be on. If you want to project a more professional, serious, formal brand, of course you want to be on LinkedIn. If you want to present a more creative, quirky, um, but still professional brand, then you want to be on Instagram and perhaps even Facebook. If you want to show your larger than life, fun personality and you really want to bring out who you are in front of the camera, TikTok is a platform for you. If you're a thinker and you like to engage with what is happening in the real world in real time, then Twitter aka X is the platform for you. Now, whatever platform you choose to be on, and I'm sure I've left one or two out, remember to be intentional and authentic about your presence on that platform. These platforms have initially been all about numbers, but nowadays I think numbers are irrelevant. It's not really about whether you have half a million followers or 500 followers. The most important thing is your level of engagement and the type of content you put out. And you find the more authentic your content, the more engagement you have. That is your platform to be able to think your thoughts and put out a version of yourself to the world. It's important to note that you must, almost must, have a social media platform of some sort 
because when people google you because they always will the first thing to come up will always be your social media platforms unless you're like a super superstar and when people google you they'll see news articles about you but generally if you're a normal person like olive then what will probably come up is your social media platforms right so to control the narrative to control the, your visibility online those social media platforms are important so that people can get a bit of information about you just before they engage with you just before they meet you this doesn't go to say that now you have to spend every single day thinking about what to tweet or post about no 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 not really don't give yourself so much stress use those platforms however to further your professional career and your personal interests so if for example you are in training like olive i will use my platforms to do a podcast and to talk about personal branding and the importance of personal branding and we shall write articles and everything that i sort of engage with online will be tied either to my personal brand my personal brand as an image and brand consultant or my fashion brand as a publisher in the fashion industry people think i'm a fashion designer by the way i need to fix that <laughs> and so if i'm not talking about fashion i'm talking about branding i'm talking about personal and professional development or i'm in mean, events and spaces where those conversations are being had so at that way people don't go to twitter and see a different olive and then they go to instagram they're seeing a different olive they're going to linkedin they're seeing a different olive as much as the vibes and the approach are different in levels of formality the message is still the same so there's consistency and there's obviously that much needed visibility when we're still on the conversation of content if you want to push your personal brand because you're selling a product or a service also use traditional ish platforms like newsletters text messages whatsapp blasts i get many of those and actually don't ignore them some tend to be pretty interesting um telegram groups that's really big for some reason in like uganda ethiopia it is i don't know why it's not that big in kenya or maybe it is and i don't know um use those traditional ish platforms to send out your message and to let your voice be heard we live in a generation where now is the easiest time for you as an individual sitting wherever you are in your room to be seen and heard by the world don't sit and do quirky things waiting for that one day you'll go viral just be consistent and intentional about the message you're sending out what happens is that it stays at the back of someone's mind you know you keep seeing there's a gym guy fitness guy that i think i'm on his whatsapp blast thing and i keep seeing it and of course i ignore it it's muted but i keep seeing it and i keep seeing it and somewhere down the road i'll be like oh yeah you need a gym instructor i know a guy that's how you start staying top of mind with people and we all appreciate business we all appreciate each other's hustles and i don't think we'll get to a point where people will tell you stop sending me all those texts or stop sending me emails because they can easily unsubscribe and you'll still be left with a mailing list of people who are pseudo paying attention they'll pretend they're not but trust me people are watching and people are paying attention then when it comes to events it's important to get yourself out there and interact with people in the real world and especially now as social media has become such a big thing people are hiding more and more behind their computers behind their phones and we're beginning to lose that interpersonal connection with people that interpersonal connection with people is also important especially if you want to remain memorable in people's minds so even if you're an introvert I'm an introvert by the way more on that later <laughs> even if you're an introvert get up get out and go and interact with people at these events and when you go for events be intentional about the type of events that you go for let it be events that will actually add value to your personal brand let it be events that will actually add value to your brand visibility 
let it be events so you can be able to actually go and engage with people within your industry or engage with potential customers and clients so that when you're walking away people will remember oh yes i saw jane i saw Anne, i saw stacy and they remember you for all the right reasons right not because you are the one with the most outrageous outfits unless of course you're in a fashion event then that's a whole different story i remember when i started my career as an image consultant i'm not in hr but i joined the hr society of kenya i joined the pr society of kenya i joined the marketing society of kenya i joined all of them and i would go for all the events because i was this young 20 21 22 23 year old girl and i did not know anyone in business all my friends were still in college and hanging out in bars right so i'm like where am i gonna meet business people so I joined all these associations and went for all these corporate events. I remember I used to go for, um, what's this thing called, Rotary. I was supposed to have become a Rotarian. I don't know how that slipped through my fingers. I used to go for them for public speaking. I forget the name. Um, Toastmasters as well. It was not so much because I needed more public speaking skills, but that's where public speakers are. That's where people who are like-minded to me are. And I did lots of free talks in these things, so many of them. But let me tell you, if I did not do that, if I sat at home just thinking, let me set up a really nice website and hopefully people will stumble upon iw.co.ke or olivegashara.com. I think they have name dropped those ones. Hopefully I'll start getting business. It would never have happened, right? So get out and find a way to interact with people. The good thing about being in events is that a social business setting is the one place where you can actually go up and talk to a stranger and they don't think that you're a crazy person. Food for thought. In closing, this is a special message, especially to the women, because I think we as women struggle to tell our stories. We struggle to shout about our wins. In fact, there's a book I like to recommend. I think it's called Brag, How to Toot Your Horn Without Blowing It, The Art of Self-Promotion in Business. Because what happens is a woman can go and do an entire fantastic podcast like this that is in five seasons. In fact, I've been researching podcasts a lot. And the podcasts that are out there by so many women, I'm like, wow, how do I not know about this? Is it because they live under a rock or are people not shouting about their podcasts enough, right? I hope I'm shouting about mine enough. And I think it's because we as women, when from when we were brought up, from when we were children, we've always been told, shh, keep quiet, girls don't shout, girls don't jump, girls don't, you know, girls are quiet, timid, sit in your corner, do not disturb people. And so as we're growing older, we find that we, or as we grew older, we find that we don't shout about our wins. You look at um, two women, a woman and a man in a corporate organization or in a corporate setting, we probably achieve the same feats, but the man will get more recognized, not because he's a man, but because he's busy thumping his chest about it, right? Letting everybody know about that small achievement that he did while the woman is sitting somewhere in a corner telling her closest friends and hoping that one day she will get recognized. And then she doesn't get promoted. She feels like she's not appreciated in the workplace. And she starts looking for another job somewhere where she does the same thing, makes the same mistake, does all these fantastic things, but doesn't shout and brag about them, you know, and says, it's okay, one day, one day somebody will actually notice and appreciate my efforts. No, no, nobody's going to come and look for you. You actually have to stand up, stand out, step out and let people know that you're there and feel unapologetic about it. And if you still can't do that, find people who can do it for you. Find cheerleaders who can brag and scream and celebrate your wins on your behalf. Just make sure that people know that you're there. So stop and think. Do people know about my five achievements this year? We're getting towards the end of the year. And I'm sure you've achieved something. 
do people know, do the right people know about these five achievements? If they haven't or if they don't, what can you do in the next two or three months to ensure that they do? Remember, brand visibility is about reputation management and controlling your narrative across different platforms. As you're communicating your brand to the rest of the world, you are telling a story about yourself. Make sure it's a credible story, a consistent story, and ensure that you always tell a good story. Thank you for tuning into the Personal Branding Podcast. If you have any questions, or even if you'd like help with making your brand more visible, do get in touch with us on brand at iwo.co.ke. Um, give us some of your thoughts in the comments below about what you think about this podcast, any questions that you may have. And remember to share the same with your friends and your networks.